Hello, creative, and welcome back to the Empowered Creatives podcast, finding confidence between hustle and burnout. I'm your host, Victoria Hines, creative career coach, helping creatives just like you navigate those twists and turns in your creative career. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the last episode of season two. Uh, If you tuned into the last one, you heard my little PSA at the end, but this will be my last episode because my day job is going to be insanely hectic for the next month and a half. Um, So I'm actually going to be traveling a lot. And I realized very early on that it was going to be next to impossible for me to stay on top of this podcast, record new episodes, push them out and have a day job and help clients and the running list of all the ever never ending things. So I'm going to set an intentional pause and be back later in probably either late spring, early summer. So that's my goal. We will see if the goal pans out. Um, if you're curious, though, you want to hear when the podcast is coming back, I will be keeping up my bi-weekly newsletter. So that's every two weeks, I send out an email newsletter. So if you want to stay in the know, go ahead and hop over to my website and you can sign up for that. Ah, So on theme for this hiatus, I really wanted to spend this episode talking about overcommitment when time is scarce. I I don't think I'm the only one who listens to this podcast and some of my clients are in this boat too. Actually, all of my clients right now are in this boat where we all have a day job. We all have a nine to five or 10 to six, whatever that turns into. Um, We all have a job that's paying the bills while we also do what we love and build the future that we want, build the future career that we want. And What that means when we are multi-passionate, when we are multi-hyphenate, when we are tackling a lot of things, it means that time can often be scarce. Time is a scary commodity. Um, And there's, you know, there's the multiple forms of time. There's the actual clock time, and then there's also the passing, the almost like spiritualness of time. And juggling all these different things can, they, it can feel exhilarating. And after a while, it can feel exhausting. And juggling to the point where you no longer enjoy the journey isn't worth it. It isn't worth it for anybody. I've, I've definitely made that misstep before. I've seen friends, I've seen clients make that misstep before. And so what I found is it's important to really take a step back and ask yourself, is this the right time for this thing? Or do you need to give yourself a break? So in this episode, I'm going to dive into some tactics to prevent overstretching yourself when time is limited. Hey there, creative. I have a delightful invitation just for you. Imagine diving even deeper into the incredible world of living your life as an empowered creative, including more tips, tricks, and advice arriving straight into your inbox. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, guess what? 
I've got something special brewing and I don't want you to miss out. Introducing my oh-so-awesome bi-weekly email newsletter. It's a vibrant community bursting with passion, curiosity, and the love of building a creative life. By joining my newsletter, you'll get first access to new promotions and launches, as well as my welcoming voice in your ear every other week. Also, I'll share with you my creative career audit worksheet, a secret tool myself and clients have used during our own career transitions and pivots. So don't miss this opportunity to be my pen pal, as well as deepen your connection with fellow empowered creatives by heading to www.victoriahines.com or following the link in the show notes below. Thank you for being such an incredible listener. And I really look forward to sharing this exciting journey with you through both the podcast and my newsletter. Now, let's dive back into the show. So here are six tactics to prevent stretching yourself too thin because no one benefits when you are operating on a small, tiny percentage of your full, amazing self. So technique number one, understand and be able to identify the signs and symptoms that indicate that you are stretching yourself too thin. They may be different for everyone. They may include exhaustion, that sleep isn't fixing, You can't remember when you last enjoyed something. You dread your commitments. You feel resentful when you show up for commitments. You begin to miss or lose track of commitments. A lot, there's a lot of other feelings that can come into this, but if you are feeling any of those things, it might be a sign that you are just trying to do too much. So, The first step, the first tactic is you have to be able to recognize when it happens. And it's okay. It's okay if you sometimes fall into the trap again. I fall into it over and over and over. What I try to do is make sure that I'm hyper aware of when I'm walking into the same trap again. Tactic number two, set boundaries on your time. Time block each aspect of your life. I am a crazy calendar person. um, But besides the fact that I'm a crazy calendar person, my favorite thing to schedule is actually non-time. So I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but non-time is when you carve out these beautiful blank areas of your day. And it's not that I don't get things done. It's just time for me to meander and move throughout the day the way that I want to move throughout the day. Um, But all of that being said, there are other aspects of your life, like your job, your artistic work, your business, your craft, your relationships, self-care, your health, all of these things you might need to be a little bit more about intentional about scheduling in. So I am a big, big, big proponent of having a color-coordinated schedule. This could live on your computer. This could live in an analog format, on a physical paper calendar, whatever it may be. But being intentional about what are those boundaries you are going to set around your work. Are you going to set time aside to work out, take care of your body, set time aside to spend with your loved ones, your friends, your family, set time aside to work on your business, on your craft. I have to be hyper 
vigilant. And it's not necessarily the same every single week. There's a lot of fluidity and flow to my schedule, but I'm very intentional. On Usually on Sundays, I sit down and I ask myself, how am I going to block out this week? So I get the things I need to get done, but also take care of myself in the process. All right, tactic number three. I want you to identify moments in the future or even right now where a certain area of your life is likely to demand more. What aspects need to whittle down in order to accommodate? It's almost like... um. I feel like if you think about like all the activities, all the things that you're doing in your life, it's almost like voltage and you only have so much energy in your body. You only to, to flood out, to uh, support the voltage and all the different activities you're doing. And sometimes your voltage is going in one direction. Sometimes it's going in multi-directions. But if you know that a certain area of your life is going to you really get hot and sizzly, then that means the voltage has to pull away from something else and maybe need to pull away altogether. That's what I realized was going to happen with this podcast. I love this podcast and it's not conducive for me to commit to traveling all over the world and over the United States for a month straight while in a new home and also try to produce this podcast. It was going to be too much for me. So taking intentional breaks is important. And it has the added benefit of helping you feel like you are in control. Of course, working on this podcast is the thing that I would love to be doing. But I know that I have this other commitment that I have to hold up. So I'm whittling down my commitments in order for me to have enough voltage to get through the month ahead. Tactic number four. This one, this one is a non-negotiable. You need to have time for yourself and for what helps you recharge. This could be like what I mentioned at the beginning. This could be scheduling non-time. This could be going hiking. This could be time for your art, whatever it may be, but time for you to really dive into activities that help you feel full again. If you do not feel full by running around and visiting friends, then that is not the activity that you need to prioritize getting into your calendar. Not that those things aren't good and important, but you need to ask yourself, how do you recharge and make sure that ends up on your timeline? Tactic number five, be ruthless with slashing. Ruthless. For those of you who know me or have worked with me, I am highly conscientious and I am I feel very obligated to the commitments I make. I like showing up for people. I like, you know, being able to make a promise and say that I will do something and following through on what I say and what I do. So it absolutely kills me when I have to cancel something, move something, go back on a commitment I made. And sometimes I've overcommitted. Sometimes I get sick. 
sometimes, you know, I can't show up in the way I want to. And I, this happens to people all the time. And there are moments when it's okay to overfunction. If you know you can overfunction for a week just to get through the hectic week ahead, go for it. But you also have to recognize when it's time to come back down and slow down again. I really hate the idea of sprints sometimes. Sprints are accurate when you have like looming deadlines, you know there's like a big, big, big project, a big deadline that's approaching, and you just sort of have to overfunction and work really hard to get to that deadline. But if they happen over and over and over again, I'm talking like a couple times a month, maybe every month you have one, then you're not really looking at a sprint, you're looking at a marathon. So being very intentional about if you're not running a sprint, how can you get make yourself able to run a marathon? And that is not going to be by overfunctioning. All right, tactic number six. Advocate for your boundaries and needs. We are the only people who can set our boundaries. We're the only ones who know when they get crossed. This is one of the most difficult things to do. I still struggle with this sometimes. And if you don't advocate for them, if you don't set them, you're going to find yourself giving more than what you have. So the other piece of this, if you set boundaries and needs and they are ignored or not respected, then this might not be the relationship that you want or need to have in your life. I'm not going to dive into the nitty-gritty of that right now, um, but finding little ways to really put some parameters around your life will help you feel like you are in control and give yourself the intentional time you need to recharge and rest and be ready for your next grand adventure. All right, so here is your one thing this week. I want you to look at your current commitments and what's approaching in the months ahead. Do you foresee a time when you might be stretched thin? What can you do today to prevent that from happening or mitigate the risk of you burning out in the process? All right, creative. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe since this is the last podcast of season two. And if you want to know the day that season three is going to come back online, do go over to my website, sign up for my biweekly newsletter, and I will be sure to let you know. Until the next time, stay creative. Stay creative.